Hello guys, welcome back to the Rams Writer Podcast, the podcast from the fan for the fans. I'm Simon, aka the Rams Writer. So, we've just been stuffed by Fulham, three goals to nil. Another day in London, another three goals conceded. Um, I'm just going to go straight into this. Social media has gone mad and it's it's all Kerouz's fault. Three goals, well, two goals from corners. And yeah, it's all Kellerouz's fault. Okay. There's, I've, seen, I've seen people tagging him on tweets. You know, it's all Kellerouz's fault. So the first goal then. Ball whipped in. Well, it was a corner, short corner. Played out as a box, whipped in. And Bobby Reed got in between defender, got in between Ruse. Goal. Ruse's fault, apparently. Second goal, corner again. This time, just ball, easy corner, whipped in, six, seven yards out. Must have been about three or four defenders round Mitrovic, but yet he managed to get a free header in, into the back of the net. But, yeah, Ruse's fault. Seeing a pattern here. Ruse's fault, Ruse's fault. Now, for me, this could have been a very a slightly different game had Tom Lawrence scored that chance from six yards out just before Fulham's first goal. You know, a nice ball across, six yards out, air ball. Fulham break, win a corner, score. That's a game changer right there. Derby conceded that first goal, the heads dropped. And then that was it really. Uh, it looked like it, it looked like Groundhog Day after that. You know, I mean the performance itself is poor. Wasn't it didn't seem like they had enough energy. You know, they were quite happy just to sit back and watch Fulham play in front of them. But we you know, they should know that Fulham are dangerous. They're a dangerous, dangerous side. And they showed that tonight. You know, the, the, we had spells where we managed to get possession in, you know, in, in, in dangerous areas, I guess. But we just tried overplaying it. Just get across in the box. And, you know, I think, for me, one of the problems was having Waggon on, on the wing, or on the right-hand side, because he, he kept on cutting in. So it left Bogle isolated with two defenders on him. He had, he had nowhere to go. He couldn't get a ball in. He was just poor all round. But, nevertheless, Ruse's fault. So, second half. <laughs> sort of, Fulham started on top. I think it was Mitrovic could have scored from about a few yards out. Oh, no, sorry. I'm lying. I can't remember it was now. Taking a shot, Ruse made a great save. He also made two great saves in the first half as well. But hey, it's Ruse's fault. You know, and then the second half, you know, Fulham sort of sat back after about 60 minutes. You know, and Derby, they didn't didn't create a chance. They they managed two shots off target in the first half and one shot off target in the second half. But it's Ruse's fault that we lost 3-0. It's not Ruse's fault we lost 3-0 at all. I'll go for the third goal. Third goal, then eight and a half minute. You know, Ruse plays the ball out to Bielik. His touch is poor. It goes straight to Mitrovic. He plays in Kearney, scores from six yards out, essentially. Bielik made the touch, gave the ball away, but yeah, it's Ruse's pass that was, that was awful. Okay. At the moment, Ruse is a scapegoat. He cannot win. You know? 
Because I do recall after he made a great save, he went for a corner. And then he caught the ball from the corner. But it still is his fault. We, we can't keep blaming Ruse. Ruse, Ruse's fault, Ruse's fault. Oh, get Ben Hamer in. Oh, yeah, because Ben Hamer's better. Have you seen him play? No. Why? Because he spent most of his career as a second choice keeper. That's why. He's not, you know, the only reason we brought him in was because we let Scott Carson go. Why do we let Scott Carson go? Probably because of his wages, perhaps, you know. That's my, that's my theory anyway. At the end of the day, Ruse is our goalkeeper and he, he can't win. You know, if he comes out for a cross and misses it and, and they score, you know, it's, it's Ruse's fault. If he doesn't come out for a cross and they score, it's Ruse's fault. You know, I, I hear this, there's no confidence in the back four because of the keeper. <laughs> it's nothing to do with it. You know, that that first goal, like I said, Bobby Reed got in between, I think it was Evans and Forsyth, no, I think it was Davis, he got in between and headed from six yards out. Second goal, corner. There must have been about four or five players round Mitrovic. Ruse ain't going to get through that. He's not. Simple as. You know, Mitrovic is powerful, danger, dangerous in the air. We know that. Ruse, Ruse wouldn't, have had, wouldn't have got anywhere near that. And then if he had gone for that, Mitrovic probably would have got it, scored anyway, and it would have been Ruse's fault. Why didn't he stay on his line? That, that would have been the reaction. At the moment, you know, it, 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 it seems like if we don't win, it's Ruse's fault, you know. And it... We need to stop this. Stop this pettiness. Yeah, he's, he's probably you know he's not the best keeper in the league, but he's not the worst. You know, so I, I just I just I'm not trying to defend him. Yes, he is shaky with balls in the air. You know, but is that his fault, or is it our, go, our goalkeeping coach's fault? Because if that's a weakness, surely that should be something that he's working on week in week out. You know, we saw Scott Carson last season scared to come off his line. Scared to come and claim a cross. Scared to catch the ball. That's why he got dropped. Who was the goalkeeping coach? Oh, yeah. The same ones we've got now. So, is it a case of Ruse's poor? I don't think he is. You know, so for those, for those all saying that, oh, yeah, we might as well not stuck anyone in goal, behave. No, we we cannot keep blaming Kellerus for every goal that we can see because that's what it, it seems like at the moment. Yeah, we lost tonight, but we lost to a, a, a better team. You know, I looked at their team on paper before the game even started. Looked at their lineup. You know, and you think there's there's plenty there's, there's a lot of quality in that team, and there's a reason why they're up there. You know, and Derby just didn't test them. They didn't, 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 they, they couldn't, you know. First half, Martin was, Martin was isolated. Was it a tactical problem? Perhaps, you know. I, 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 he went 4 2 3 1. I understand that to a point because he knows how dangerous they are. And I guess he wanted a, a, a bit of a more defensive base. And to be honest, like I say, they didn't score from open play until the last goal when Derby was spread so thin because they're pushing and pushing and pushing. So, 
maybe it was tactical uh, a tactical problem. You know, maybe we should just go out four four two diamond against every team. You know, because I've heard Philip Cocker in his interviews and stuff. He does. He he will change tactically as he sees fit. And again, I, I understand. I understand playing the two mid, the two holding midfielders today. And we did keep them out apart from set pieces. That's the only way they scored in the first half. And you know, ultimately, it probably it killed the game. And we just couldn't get anybody round round Chris Martin. You know, he was coming deep. You know, we couldn't counter attack. That's how we looked to play. It looked like anyway. It felt like. Then if we did counter attack, we just didn't use the ball wisely. We didn't cause enough threat of a threat. So there was more than just Kellerou's not coming for crosses again. You know, as a team, as a, as a team performance, they were poor. You know, that there was there was no real control. We, you know, we were quite happy just to sit back, I guess, and let Fulham attack, and then try and hit him on the counter, much like we see teams do at Pride Park. That that that's just the way it is, and you know that they had. I think they've had like one slip up at home. I think that was against Hull where they lost three 0 They're a dominant force at home, Fulham are, and they're 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 a decent side. You know the they've been together for a good couple of years. You know a lot a lot of the base of that squad's been together a good couple of years. You know the manager. I guess he's been there. You know I know he, Scott Parker. He's he's been in and around the obviously the the coaching staff when Nikanovic was involved. But then he's coming and managed him, and the 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 Fulham board have kept their faith in him. I mean he's doing a decent job, and you know with the players they've got, you can you you can see why 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 they're a threat why they're a threat and why they're up in at the top end of the table. So we. we and then at the end of the day, we all, we all we all heard that interview, or a lot of us heard that interview with Philip Cocker on what he was trying to build here, what he was trying to do, what he was trying to achieve. And this season really is a transition season. It's really starting to build his model. And yeah, for whatever reason, we are struggling away from home. You know, I, I, I don't know why. Maybe it is tactics. Maybe we we are too defensive at home, and and what he's trying to do isn't isn't really working. Because at home, we're a dominant force, you know, and we're seeing the performances, especially at home. You know, t- today was just a poor performance. We've had a good few performances before the international break. We had a good performance against Preston, and obviously we were hoping we could continue that, but. As with everything, you don't win every game, you know. And and tonight, it wasn't. I don't, it wasn't nothing to do. With the players not trying. It it was. I think it was just tactically. We just looked to get back into shape, and then try and break on Fulham. But Fulham were just too good defensively. You know, I think it was uh, was it Johansson in midfield. He stopped any sort of threat of a counter attack. You know, and Fulham, like I say, Fulham looked to build out from the back, and we didn't really pressurize them enough. You know, we didn't we didn't press them high enough. I don't think to cause them any danger that they might make a mistake. You know, they got the three players at the top: uh, Kamara, Mitrovic, um, and Caviero. You know, they cause they cause no end of problems for our fullbacks and our centre backs. You know, Mitrovic is a horrible player to play against. He's a big, strong unit, 
And once he's got that ball, you're not getting it off him. But he's got players around him all the time, and we lack that tonight. You know, we want to play it up to Chris Martin. Whatever, there's no one, there's no one near him. Whereas on Saturday, there was players around him. You know, Lawrence was on his shoulder all the time. Holmes was there tonight; it just wasn't there. You know, and again, I think that that could potentially be because of the formation that that Koku went with. You know, so but we can't be buzzing. You know, you're obviously buzzing after a win. I get that. But just because we lose the next game, if it's away from home, we lose. We can't then just go... I've even seen someone say, get Kaku out again. We're not listening. You know, we've got to be patient this season. And I know it's tough, and I know it's hard, because no one wants to lose. Of course you don't. I don't like, I don't like seeing us lose. But we've got to look at the long-term picture. We've got to see... Where we're going long term? It's like I was quite happy that he brought Morgan Whitaker on tonight. He looked, he looked, he looked quite sharp, pretty decent, got good feet. You know, when he came on, and he looks a lot, a massive improvement since I saw him against Nottingham Forest. So it, you know, so I know it's another, another a trip to London and another three 0 loss. We clearly don't like London, but you know. It, it, <laughs> It will come, you know. We've got we've got QPR now. At home on Saturday. You know, a team that, uh, not on the best of form, is it the last five on the bounce they've lost now. So we've got them. We've got them at home. So we need to go back to Pride Park, play our game. I, I can potentially see. He needs to switch back to the four four two diamond. And we we play like we we did against Preston. You know, and we score goals, we create chances. You know, because Fulham are a good, good team, very good team. You know, it 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 felt almost like the Leeds game tonight did, where we we let them have possession and we looked again on the character, but we just, you know, we just didn't. You know, they Leeds burnt out against us without really causing us much you know much trouble in the second half but Fulham didn't Fulham kept going and going and going we just couldn't get near them and if we did get near them they had numbers back they, they, they were super fit they had numbers back in an instant and then if they broke they had numbers going forward so you're always always going to struggle against teams like that so yeah we, we've just got to take this one on the chin I guess <laughs> it's a loss um Ruse again, you know, he's he's probably he's obviously our best keeper at the club. Yeah, I can't see him being dropped because he's not because because he doesn't come for crosses. If that was the case, he would have been dropped by now. Like I say, Hamer was brought in loan. It, it, the only way I'd see Ruse being dropped is if Derby bought a keeper in permanently in January. You know, so. We've just we've got to get behind him and stick with him. Yes, he does need to be more assertive in the air, in his area when it comes to crosses, you know. But again, that 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 for me comes down to coaching. As as he said, you know, I don't know. As Given said to him, just come out and claim balls that are easy or something daft like that. I don't know because he doesn't seem to like to come through a rook of players. 
And again, that, that was the same with Scott Carson last, last season. People forget. People have short memories. Because a lot of people were slating Scott Carson last season. Before he got dropped. Oh, he's poor. He's, he's done. Get rid of him. Need a new goalkeeper. But now, it's... Oh, we need Scott Carson in goal. We need him back. Ruse ain't good enough. So we 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 you know, we can't keep blaming the goalkeeper all the time, it, you know. It for me that the the problem lies deeper. You know, it lies more probably perhaps potentially within the coaching. You know, and I I I've stuck up with it because, you know, someone I've seen a comment on Twitter that's like, yeah, Ruse's. Uh, don't don't say to me Ruse is good at shot stopping. That's like having a centre back that can only head the ball. No shot stopping. It's probably the one of the most important things. Okay, so you'd prefer a keeper that could claim across that couldn't stop shots? Don't think so. Because the amount of potential goals that Ruse has stopped outweighs the amount of goals that potentially he, he may have been able to do something better with. But, again, it's corners. You know, when, when, when you see it with Derby, when Derby have corners... It's the defenders that clear it. It's not very often. I didn't, you know, tonight when we had corners tonight. It, I think the, there was one, one corner tonight that that, that the defence didn't clear, and that was when Rodak punched it from under his line. So you know, it's when it comes to corners, it, that, that's the defensive duty. That that's that's the defenders, the centre backs. You know, you know, for whatever reason, I think I saw a corner in the second half. Max Lowe was marking Mitrovic. Why? He's the biggest player in there. That should be Davis or Forsyth on his centre back. You know, it needs a big it needs a it needs a big unit on a big player like him. You know, I'm not a defensive coach, I don't claim to be. You know, but we've seen this all season now. And to be honest, I think we saw a little bit of it last season. Set pieces conceding from set pieces. It's it's got you know, there's something obviously that needs working on. It needs working on a lot because I'm not going to say it's going to like like I've said plenty of times. I I'm 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 just I'm I'm quite happy settling for mid table mediocrity this season because I want our manager to be there next season, you know, and I want progression next season, which I think there will be. I genuinely think there will be. It's a long-term project. I don't know how many times I've said this. It's a long-term project. And, yeah, tonight wasn't good enough. No, it wasn't. But Saturday was. Saturday was Saturday was good, you know. But, uh, you know, it, and it's tough to take because, you know, I, 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 I thought we could get a point tonight. I genuinely did. I thought, I thought we'd be at least be able to score. But, you know, that's, that's another home game as well where we've not scored away from home so that's something as, as, as well that, that needs looking into because the performance wasn't there yeah, he may have done the, the team may have done what he asked them to do and that was obviously to try and stay defensively tight and we, in fairness we did I don't think they had that many chances inside the box that were clear cut a lot of the, a lot of the shots came you know, from edge at the box it was just obviously the goals of the corner and then the last goal like I say it was a two-on-one situation, which, you know, as an attacking team, you should always win. 
nothing we could really do there. But again, that's because we'd, we'd gone forward to try and at least get a consolation, try to get something out of the game. But it didn't happen, you know. So we are all a bit depressed, depleted, and I thought I'd do this podcast now rather than air my angers out on, on Twitter and, and Facebook. You know you know me, guys, that listen, that are regular listeners to my podcast. I do try and stay quite level-headed. You know, th- th- there was times during the game I was slating players, not good enough, not good enough. But I don't see the need to to, to air it on Twitter or, or Facebook. That's just me. You know, I've, I've got no problem with you guys that do. Like I say, I've got no problem with you guys that think Ruse should go. But if someone sort of says, no, he, he shouldn't, he's fine, or, you know, he's, 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 he's probably the best, you know, his best option we've got, things like this, defend him. All of a sudden, there's you know, there's there's vile spew coming out against other people, and I thought it's not needed. You know, just because someone's got a different opinion to you, if you don't like Ruse, you don't like Ruse. Yeah, fair enough. You know, I I don't, I personally don't mind Ruse. You know, but I have said would like a new keeper. Just if if it's simply for competition. Because I don't think Haim is much competition. Like I said, I've not really seen him play, but obviously he spent most of his career as a second, third choice keeper. So I don't think he's going to make a huge bit of difference. He might be better at claiming crosses, but I don't think his shot stopping is as good. But I don't know. I can't really judge. I haven't seen enough of him. Nobody has. You know, and and I get why you say, you know, let's give him a chance and give Hamer a chance in getting him. I get that. Because you don't want to see Rusin. You know, that and I respect that. That's your opinion. You know, it's nothing it's nothing against, you know, it's just it's just how you feel, but that's fine. It's what football's about, isn't it? It's opinions, but my, my my opinion might be different. You know, but like I've said, Ruse has got to work on his shot on his uh, on his crossing. He's got to work on commanding his area. But again, we saw it with Scott Carson and we've seen it with Ruse now. And then the only thing that's changed is a goalkeeping coach. Perhaps maybe we should let Given go to Chelsea and get in a goalkeeping coach. You know, I've heard uh, Eric Steele's name being mentioned. You know, so... And I've forgotten his name again. Whoever we had under Gary Rowett. That's when we saw the best of Scott Carson. Or we had that Pascal Hubelubler, whatever his name is. He was another good coach, goalkeeping coach. Again, I think he improved Scott Carson. Scott Carson said he enjoyed working with him. So that we, we do have an issue. There, there is an issue there, and that's something that needs... It, it might not get addressed this season, it might be next season it gets addressed. But that isn't our decision to make, unfortunately, as fans. That's for... You know the, the 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 management, the 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 chairman. That's for them to make, not us. You know, so the game's gone now. Anyway, we you know we've lost. You know those guys that have travelled up to London. Fair play to you all, as usual. You know you guys, the unbelievable supporters, that travel up on a on a Tuesday night all the way to London and back and, and see that. Do feel a bit sorry for you. Um, I'd have loved to have gone, but unfortunately my missus worked nights tonight, so I couldn't go. Gutted. 
But yeah, no, so we move on now. QPR on Saturday. Uh, I expect a, a vast improvement. I expect a better performance. And I expect three points, to be honest. Luckily, it's one of them weeks where it's Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, so we don't have to linger on this loss for too long. So we go back to Pride Park. We make it six wins in a row. We make it five clean sheets in a row. Because let's not forget, that's another thing with Ruse. Four clean sheets on the bounces out of Pride Park. And it's not been, you know, it's not all been easy pickings. But he doesn't get credit for that. I put up a picture on, uh, well, what, um, after the game on Saturday, I put up a picture saying five five wins on a row at home, four clean sheets on a bounce. And I put a picture of Ruse up. And the reaction was, I didn't get it. He's earned that right to to get a bit of praise there for keeping them clean sheets. So he can do it at home. We just need to, you know, it, like I say, four clean sheets and four clean sheets. Yet the defense got a cre- the credit for it. But he lets he concedes three away from home. That's it. He's he's awful. What about the defense? Why is it not their fault as well? You know, you see, I'm just trying to look at it from both ways here. That that that's all I'm trying to do. So yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna leave it that. <laughs> that's me done um on to saturday now hopefully we'll get another three points another win few goals can celebrate nice and just put this game again behind us you know it's like i said it's a, it's another loss in london we don't like london another three goals conceded we, we've got to put it behind us get behind the lads again and like i say three points on saturday please thank you for listening guys it was a little bit of a rant, I know, but you know, I, I just I thought it was a bit easier to do it this way rather than rather than do it on <laughs> by writing it. But yeah, no, thank thank you for listening, guys. As always, you guys are amazing, um, and I shall see you next time. Come on, Derby.